Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Wow. I think about uh, all the things God has done for me. It's overwhelming at times. And I want everybody to uh, have that feeling and to share in that feeling of completion and satisfaction. And the only reason I got this, and it's the thousandth time I've said it, is because I formed a relationship with my creator, period. That's it. That's it. That's it. I, I can't tell you anything else. You know, I've always had a strong work ethic. My father put that in me. My father's conversation with me growing up was always uh, constantly about work hard, don't be lazy, be a man, do what you say you're going to do. Yada, 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 yada. Man, I was so tired of my father at times. I was going, man, what is with this dude right here? Man, every time we have a conversation, it's got to be about work. It's got to be about, you know, man, uh, doing your best, trying hard, you know, working, being honest, do what you say you're going to do. But that was his mission. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that now. I, 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 can't, even, I, I can't even put it into words when I think about my old man. And what he was to me. And um, I, I just, uh, man, I'm so grateful for that balance I had in my life. And then my father was a fighter. He, he fought on the weekends. You know, my father used to come home with his, with his clothes tore off of him. He put a fresh shirt on and he'd go back. My mama used to talk about my father fighting all the time. It's like, why are you always fighting? You know, a little bit of that rubbed off on me, too. You know, that, that kind of got into me, and I, I didn't understand that either. But then on the same turn, my mother was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years, so her conversation was never about fighting or anything. It was all about love and understanding and doing unto others that you would have them do unto you. My mom was a Sunday school teacher, so I, I learned about faith. I had to go to Sunday school, prayer meeting, Bible study, young people meeting, choir rehearsal. You know, I was at church, man, so much I was actually looking at there's got to be an alternative to this. You know, I, I want, you know, and I was a little kid even. I was thinking at one point maybe I ought to look in hell because there's got to be something cooler than this going on every day. It ain't got that crazy for me. But the balance between those two people created who I am today. And I want you to understand that the things that you are in your past have helped create who you are today if you view it the right way. Everything that has happened to you in your past has happened to you for a reason and is usually for the good if you view it that way. But if you, on the other hand, are a type of person who can't move forward because you are allowing your past to stop you from having your future, then you, my friend, are doing a disservice to your life. You are not honoring God's blessings. You are not taking advantage of the gain, knowledge, wisdom, and experience of your life. Example, if you are a woman and you are always talking about a former relationship, what he did to me, 
if he had not did this to me, I wouldn't be in this place today. I thought I had a man. Now I ain't got no man. Ah, la, 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 la. If I, you know, he came along and I was doing just swell. He just came in and he just lied to me. He lied to me. Now he did this to me. Then he cheated. Then he left. All of that that you're saying can very well be true. Have you thought that maybe, maybe somewhere in God's infinite wisdom that he knew that you had made a mistake in picking him anyway? Maybe he knew you had made a mistake in saying yes or I do to him anyway or come on, move in. And so what he did was, based on your decision now, to say, yes, I do, or come on, let's move in together. That was your decision. So you ain't go to him about this one. You made this decision. Based on that decision and all the negative things that started happening, he allowed you to get away from it. Now, how you got away from it is always not the choice of ours. See, you stuck on the fact that he left, that he walked out. But let me share this with you. When he was there, how good was he to you? How good was he for you? See, you got to you got to stare, you got to look at the blessing. The blessing is now you are on your own. Now you walk in your house, ain't nobody in there with a disruptive spirit. Now you go home, you can take your clothes off and walk around like you want to. Now you go home, you can sit down and look at TV or catch your breath if you want to. Your kids don't have to see y'all arguing all the time. Have you looked at the blessing in it? But now if you're going to keep looking at the negative, then guess what? Now you can't move forward because you keep allowing your past to keep you from moving forward. If God has brought you through it, why don't you move on from it? Look, you got through it. He gone. He ain't coming back. He got somebody else. So you going to sit there and just keep tripping because he gone and he got somebody else? Hey, pick yourself up. Thank God for the blessing. It didn't feel like a blessing while you was going through it. And all the pain of him leaving and the divorce and all that messed you up. Got it. When you get through with all of that, you ain't the first one been left. You ain't the first one been divorced. You ain't the first one been in a bad relationship. Pick yourself up. Thank God for the blessing and move forward in your life. Because maybe when you quit complaining, maybe you'll find out that God has something in store for you that he wants you to have but he can't give it to you if you ain't grateful. So God gives you a blessing, but because you don't see it as a blessing, you ain't grateful for it. Now, guess what? You steady asking God to do something for you, but you ain't thanking him for what he's done for you, but you steady wanting him to do more. How does that work? How does that work, man, that he should keep on giving you things when you ain't even working with the stuff he done gave you? It's like your child. If you keep buying your child a toy and your child keep tearing his toys up, at one point you're going to say, hey, look, I'm not buying you nothing until you learn how to take better care of the things you bought. And that's only right that you teach your child the value 
of a dollar. The value of respecting my work ethic that I've done for you. Tell me why it's got to work different just because he God. And just because you down here with your lips stuck out about something. I just think that that's how it works. It just makes common sense to me. So you steady. Oh, Lord, I ain't had a man since. You ain't ready for no man. You ain't ready for a man. How you going to be a man and you, you mess with somebody else, man? And you and you over here still harping on the man you had that was doing you dirty at the house. What, what you, what, what you going to do with another man? And I, I don't know, and I'm just I'm just using that one example that could go for men too, vice versa, and so on and so forth. I'm just using that as an example. Now, why I laid on that one so long, you have to take that up with God. That's all. Just read I ain't pointing fingers at nobody and nothing. Because I've been guilty on both sides of the coin. Who am I? But I'm just sharing with you what I had to do. I had to learn to stop allowing my past to interfere with my future. I was who I was, and I am who I am, and I'm cool with both of them people. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show on this uh, rather glorious day. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. It is very glorious. Carla Pharrell. Hey, 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 crew. What's happening? Hey, Steve. What's up, Junior? Morning, Uncle. Jay Anthony. Happiness don't live here anymore. And <laughs> the food. Nephew Tommy and the room. <laughs> You're in a good mood today, Steve. Yeah, I love it, baby. I love it. Yeah, I just feel like we're off to such a, you know, it feels like it's afternoon. <laughs> we just got here. So you must have got some rest then, if it feels <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, we is. ain't just got here. <laughs> yeah, any earlier it would be ungodly, okay? Yeah. <laughs> any earlier it would have been I've yesterday. been up anyway, it don't matter. <laughs> You've been up? Oh, okay. Yeah. Where yeah. do you sleep? <laughs> well, you know, like what I've discovered is when I can't sleep at night, I don't lay there tossing and turning. I get up and see what God is trying to tell me. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've learned about it. Whenever I'm troubled and sleeping and tossing and turning, it can't get back to sleep. Like if I wake up for some reason and can't go back, mm-hmm. I just get on up, give me a little cup of tea or something, and, and see what God is trying to say to me. And he always is saying something mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So I've wow. learned that. That's been a really good thing for yeah. me. Yep. We do it different. Who is we? Me, I, mean, I'm doing, I do it different well, from him. What do you mean? When How I wake up, it? I think something going on. I take my baseball bat and walk through the house and make sure ain't nobody around here or in my house. That's what I do. I walk See, through we the have two different it's... relationships we're working with. Uh-huh. The coast is clear. And then you go back to crime shows. You'd yeah. you be like, you know, something might be. No. He might be out there. Let me check these. When you watch Forensic <laughs> Files, you get on all up and night look long. I go to sleep with it all, man. <laughs> why do you watch that yeah. all night? I don't know why. I love it. I oh, just love I can't watch it. it I've seen so all of them. I think I've seen them all. Wow. You You've seen, seen all of what? Forensic I think I've seen files. every Forensic File they got. In I've LA seen those in Forty Eight Hours. Yeah, I've, I've seen all of them. That, that 48 rough right there, man. In Law and Order. Watch you know, man, it's a, it's a sad situation when you watch 48 Hours of how people throw their lives away on some of the most ridiculous crimes mm-hmm. and how much regret they have. So many people that have lost their lives 
over simple things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're like, it's really it sad, man. It really, really is. But nothing is. This this last week has been really, really troubling, and you know. Yes. That's yes, why. And I'm look. You, we've got to get to these polls and vote because we don't even like what our leadership is saying when tragedy strikes this country. Yeah, because he on. doesn't even know what to say. We yeah. got to get some other people around him to create a check and balance because if it goes the way he wants it to go, I can assure you it's not going to go well for the common man. Yeah, you gotta We've got to vote, y'all. I voted already. I've early, you voted I voted early. Carla voted yep. early. Junior, you I'm voted today. Voted right. yeah, I Friday. am today. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, coming up at 32 after the hour, migrant caravan. The president is headed to Pittsburgh today. Uh, we'll talk about it right after this at 32 mm. after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump is really serious, guys, about keeping that migrant caravan from reaching the U.S. He'll reportedly uh, deploy 5,200 active-duty troops to the U.S.-Mexico border to keep the migrants out by the end of the week. It's called Operation Faithful Patriot. Though they are barred by law from conducting law enforcement, they'll provide support for border agents. So see right there. Yeah, the military. Somebody's going to get hurt with this, too. It's not going to be good. But you know what? They will justify whatever happens down there. Yeah. Yeah. They will justify whatever. We're we're living in some times where I'm just saying, listen, everybody, you've got to vote. This vote, this election, you have a say-so. Everybody's vote counts. Listen, if there was no electoral college vote, if there was no electoral vote, Hillary Clinton would be president. Now, would she be the perfect president? No, she wouldn't. I don't believe so. But would she be a better president than the one we have in terms of unification of the country? I think so. By far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Absolutely. But she here's would be the presidential. deal. We've got to get some people around him that are representative of our views and our thoughts because it can't be a complete right-wing affair. It will not service the left wing Mm-mm. or the liberal-minded people. And you've got to stop being complacent. The Republicans are far more galvanized than we are as Democrats or independents. And they know that and they play on that. Oh, yeah. You know, Steve, I went to vote um, yesterday and because I wanted to do early voting. And like we said, don't wait till the last minute. Get it out of the way. And I asked the young lady that was at the desk, you know, where do I go? Uh, what area do I go to vote in? Because there was no signage out there. And she said, oh, um, when is that? And what? I, When is what? She asked me this. <laughs> I went into straight mommy mode. <laughs> I was like, what? what? She works there? Yes, yes. She asked me. When, I was like, look, baby. It's next Tuesday. It's November 6th. You are registered, right? She said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm registered. I said, well, look, Tuesday, you got to get in there and vote. <laughs> you need to get your ass up on your lunch break yes, and go vote. Yes, go yeah. vote. She was like, okay, okay, I promise. I said, okay, yeah. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back to make sure. <laughs> the machine I'm about to go use is the one you can go yes, right in there. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, my God. Why aren't we reaching these people? Wow. Now, you know something? Here's another thing. Uh, mm-hmm. President Trump is supposed to go today to uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. to the synagogue. Yes. 
Oh, yes. yes. And the first lady's going to accompany him with his daughter. Ivanka and Jared are going. Who are Jewish yeah. and her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, the synagogue has said they don't want him to come yep. unless he denounces what white nationalist mm-hmm. groups. Mm-hmm. And, um, Ain't that crazy? and he hasn't done it. Okay, so if it's they don't want crazy. him there, he just going to show up anyway? He gonna be in the park? It's, it's, yeah, it's on his calendar. It's on his agenda. For but he's morning. gonna yeah, go he's because going. the uh, rabbi that was conducting the service when the shooting started said that Trump is certainly welcome. welcome. Yeah, he yeah. did say that. He did say mm-hmm. that. You are correct. But the congregation is the one saying they don't want him there. They yeah, want him there. and that's just that's a sad. And other state, citizens, they, other people that live in that area, and other citizens of Pittsburgh, they are against it. Just like Steve said, they are against the president coming because of his tone, because of his rhetoric, this polarizing, yeah. this stuff that. He's I mean, saying and he can wait. It's too much going speeches. on for him to for us to focus on him down there. So just wait. Yeah. But he won't do that. He definitely won't. No, do that. folks are No, grieving. he's gonna act like he cares. But then all you got to do is wait. And go watch him when he tweets or goes to his rallies because the real Trump comes out. He's not reading from the teleprompter. He's getting right. those round of applause and he's doing that set and he he's gets real comfortable mm-hmm. around his own. It's and so listen to me, you all. If you all are frustrated with these rallies, these people who clap for every demeaning remark he makes, mm-hmm. when he made fun of disabled people, they clap. When they called, talked about Maxine Waters, they clapped. Now, he down there talking about Andrew Gillum. You want to vote for the other guy because he's a Harvard and what Yale did, educated yeah. man. What the hell are you talking about? Yes. So we've got to get out here and vote in Georgia, right. Mississippi, Florida, Texas. These are big elections, man. Virginia, the Carolinas, where we can we can make a difference. The electoral college vote is not into play. It's who gets the most votes. Do not right. be complacent and sit at home on your tail because you a liberal or a Democrat and you just say, ain't nothing going to make no difference. Man, oh, man. Please but it will. You think, oh, right. it will, though. Your vote Listen, will Listen, if you think your vote don't count, why you thinking they? Why you think they making it hard in some places to vote? Well, right, you think voter suppression. Right. Come on, man. Absolutely, you're so well, right. Well, if you about don't think that. your vote counts, why is he campaigning so hard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he knows yes. if Democrats get in there, he can't run wild like he doing. Right, and yes. all we need is enough people to come out and vote so we can change the House and the Senate. Then he won't be able to do what he's been able to do so freely. You know, people will stop him. He'll he'll if, realize that he works for the people. Let me explain something. If you all really knew what was in that tax bill, y'all would be stunned. You would mm-hmm. be stunned. You mean the the, t- the tax, tax bill cut? that he yeah. passed? Uh-huh. Oh, that yeah, he yeah. got that he touted he as such a great deal. Oh, he gave the, uh, the common man a break. Mm-hmm. It's about five hundred dollars when you get through to doing it right. But mm-hmm. buddy, what he gave to the rich is. Huh. Unbelievable. Mm, spoken from a rich man's mouth. You heard that. Yep. So you know what's up, Steve. Yes. I'm telling you, man. This dude, he ain't for you. He's yeah. not going to be. He, he don't even know who you try. are. Uh, yeah, nobody. He ain't never been you. And if you can don't hear us, struggle. make sure everyone in your household is going to vote. 
Take some people on your block, from work, from your church, all of that. Please go New vote. New November. York? Yeah. Yes. November 6th. Yeah, uh, the the uh, midterm elections are next Tuesday, um, so please get out and vote. Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back is up next, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kanye West is still on the Make America Great Again bandwagon, and Real Housewives of Atlanta stars Baby News. But first, the host of Ready to Love, that would be one nephew, Tommy, Tommy is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got? Ready to love host. Yes, Shirley. Um, Let's go to Guy Tory. Uh, You've been stealing (laughs) my joke. What is this voice? (laughs) Didn't you guys hear me? He's the host of Ready to Love now. It's Guy Tory, uh, Shirley. You've been stealing my jokes. He's actually a white soap opera star. (laughs) 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 Hello? Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm trying to... I'm trying to reach Guy Tory. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's him. Hey, listen, this ain't out of uh, Decatur, Georgia. Listen, I want to call you for a sec. I got your number from uh, one of the comedians. And, uh, what, 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 what comedian? Uh, down here in Georgia. I got your number okay. through them at the club. So okay. I want to holler at you about this here, man. Uh, you know, I've been in the game probably like, Oh, right, like two years now I've been doing stand-up. And here lately, you know, everybody telling me, you know, that when I get off stage saying, hey, you know, I seen Guy Tory do that joke. And I'm saying, what, what you whoa, saying? Whoa, 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 who, who telling, you, telling you what? I'm doing your jokes? Well, I mean, I'm just telling you that's supposed to be what's going on. And this ain't the first time I'm hearing it. You know, whoa, whoa. every time I get off, I'm hearing, hey, Guy Tory been whoa, whoa, doing... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your name again? This d- ain't out of Decatur. Dude, I don't even know you, man. I, I, but I, I know that too. But what I'm saying is, you know, I'm trying to come to you like a man and tell you what I'm hearing. You know. Okay. Well, what joke? What joke? What joke is it, dude? Because it's like, come on, man. It's like, if it's a premise, is it what joke? What joke they saying that I stole from you? Well, I'm, all thirty of my minutes that I do, they saying you doing all of them. Well, what's all I'm doing? I got do. I do. I do thirty minutes of my sleep, man. That's all you got. Come on, dude. Well, my understanding is you doing, you know, damn near my whole routine. Yo, you got, you got, you you got the wrong person. First of all, you you got me confused with somebody named Pimp. I don't steal jokes. I've been in the game fifteen years. I ain't never stole a damn joke. So I don't know. I don't know what people you got telling you. You know, every time you get off stage, I'm doing your material. But do I do my own material? Do I live my life? I tell my own story. Do I? I don't know. Don't. Crap, man. Look, look, man. Look, I ain't trying to get into it like this here. All I'm saying is, if I find out you do one more of my jokes. Hold on, hold on. First of all, first of all, hold on. First of all, you ain't got to curse at me, dude. I ain't cursed at you yet, all right? So don't even come at me like that. First of all, you been in the game two years? Dude, come on, man. You got mine, man. You look. All I know is people telling me that 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 you up there doing. I you know I already know about you, your brother and all that there. That on none of that there phase me. I know he. Yeah, uh, who ain't gotta bring my brother to this? I'm just saying. I know he little waist and all that there. Yeah, be all like that. Right, so what you wanna do? All right, all right. I'm doing your jokes. If I'm doing your jokes, all right. What you wanna do about it then? All right. If I okay, say I'm doing your jokes. What now? What? No, you ain't finna now sit what? here. Now with, what? What? Hey, now what? Hey. I'll, okay, I'm coming to L. I'm coming to L. A. You know what? I tell you what. You ain't gotta come to L. A. You in Georgia? I'll follow you. It'd be a weight game for me. 
I'm undefeated. I'll come in your country backyard and, 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 and come on your turf. I'm from now, how about that? I'm from the, Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, that, this this the title right here. This the title. Don't let this Hollywood fool you, dude. These movies, the TV show mean all right? I'll get it up in a minute, dude. I, don't, don't, don't challenge my manhood or my act. Who you think? You must think you a little old uh, uh, Mayweather or something. You can't. You, you about to get Mayweather. You about to, you keep talking. You accusing me of stealing jokes. That, that dude, that dude, that's the worst thing you can do to a comedian is accuse him of stealing your jokes. You, you been stealing my jokes and all the comedians know it. All of them know it. Everybody know you, dude. Everybody you know any TV show? Not now. Now, how am I doing your joke? I, don't remember, I ain't never seen you before, man. These little, these little penny ante clubs you playing, I don't even step foot in, dude. See, now you trying to do disrespect my come up and how I'm trying to get where I'm going. Dude, whatever, man. Dude, you, I, you need to sell that to somebody else, Okay, dude. all I'm going to say is this right here. When I see your little it's her own and pop. Cause well, see, nigga, hey, hey, now, dude. You messing with my livelihood now. Dude, I'm with you. Whatever, dude. Dude, dude, you 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 accusing my reputation, dude? That's worse than that. I mean, I know you got some movies and stuff, and then done the the the, the death jams. They ain't and got I... nothing to do with it. They ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm still a you get you get straight nothing out. Period. How about that? I, all I'm saying is I'm finna put the word out there that God Tory is stealing D. Keep my D name out your mouth. You stealing D Wayne jokes, baby. That's what you yeah, do. Put it out if you want to. Put it out there if you want to. Keep my name out your mouth. Well, keep quit. my name out. Your Mouth. Then quit stealing my jokes. Whatever, dude. I ain't stole. I ain't stole nobody's jokes, pimp. You got me confused. I put a St. Louis with my on you real quick. Okay, I'm. I'm. I tell you what, then is you in? Yeah, you got tell me. What else? What else have you got to say, dog? It's done. When we see each other, we just going at it. We, ain't nothing else to be said. And quit saying my jokes, you little shout fool. Yeah, whatever, man. All right, well, we just tell short I am when I'm, when I'm on your. Place. How about that? And that's fine with me. And I got one more thing I want to tell your little ass. Is you, you know mean? Is you listening? I'm listening. I've been listening the whole time to this. You've been talking. This nephew Tommy God Tory from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You, you oh, just yeah. got. <laughs> you buying a road game, me? Dude, dude, I was driving, man. I pulled over. <laughs> you a punk, man. You a punk, man. You a punk. God, dog, I, I know dude. the worst thing you could tell a comedian is you done stole my joke. Dog, that's gunfire. Dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, you had me. Dude, I pulled over, man. <laughs> all right, all right. You <laughs> What is, and you know yourself, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, pimp. <laughs> there is no other player. God, I got you. <laughs> I'm going to get your brother, too. I got you. <laughs> hey, hey, get him, man. Let me know, dog. You got me. Because I was, dude, I was hollering slave, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got Guy Tory riled up. What y'all yeah. think? Yeah, yeah. I think you did. You it don't take much for a Tory. You know that, though. Yeah. You do yeah. know that. <laughs> Joe yeah. or Guy. <laughs> Joe or Guy. <laughs> don't matter which one. <laughs> Love the Tory That's brothers. Funny, yes. <laughs> they go at it like they not brothers. I know. <laughs> I've seen them, though. <laughs> and still love each other, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like us. We do yeah. the same thing on this show. Yeah, oh, we yes, go hard. Yeah, yeah. We go yeah. too hard sometimes. <laughs> we go a little too no, hard. No, no, no. Oh, really, you Tommy? Go too hard. <laughs> really, Tommy? No, it's it's you, Tommy. Hard.
Tommy. It's me. It's, it's you. you. It's you. What's it's the surprise, you. though? It's you. Break it down in terms of who goes the hardest from who How goes the least. How come you don't believe it's you? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Steve no, goes no. the hardest. No. No. Break it down, Steve. You go the hardest. You go the you hardest. No, I go the down. hardest after he goes hard. No, no, no. Because you don't just. Now. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, no, Make no, that no. thing up. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm dialing it back. I'm dialing it back. But I, I, I was just aggressive with my. Yeah. You know, That'd be great mind. if that was a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy, it's you. We're all in agreement on that. Oh, God. I ain't going to argue with you. Don't, don't, dog. It's just, it's just you. It's just go with that. Yeah. You ain't got to argue It's not just me. You go the hardest on this show, Tommy. He don't go hard at all. Tommy, it's always yes, you. But you're the hardest. Oh, yeah, man. you're the hardest. Then it's Steve. But you're first. Man. All right, listen. <laughs> you're really a close second. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, thank you, nephew Tommy. Coming up, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kanye West is still on the Make America Great Again bandwagon. Now that Kanye, the fashion designer, has created a T-shirt line encouraging black people to ditch the Democratic Party. The designs were debuted in Washington during the Turning Point USA's Young Black Leadership Summit, an event aimed at young black conservatives. They're a part of Blexit.com launch, which represents a movement for black Americans who leave the Democratic Party. The shirts are reportedly available in traffic cone orange, teal, and lavender with logos that read Blexit or We Free. Hmm, we Free? Yeah. <laughs> No, we ain't free. We're $173. That's how this damn shirt's cost. <laughs> That's how much they cost. They cost like $300. No, we no. ain't free at all. No, we broke. <laughs> but you know what? See, Kanye need to go ahead on with that now. Because, see, brother, first of all, you if you're going to make a statement like this, you're going to have to make it from some type of educated sound backing. And what you're asking these blacks to do is to desert the Democratic Party for what? When we need them the most right now. But, but 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 give me the reasons why all black young people should desert the Democratic Party. I'm not saying the Democratic Party is perfect, but you want them to desert to become Republicans for what? Show me, just show me what the right wing conservatives are saying that's so good for black people. See, Kanye, if you're going to make these statements like this, brother, you're going to have to make these statements with some backing behind it. Because ain't nobody just following your ass down the street because we stupid. Ain't, ain't nobody like that. Now, man, you, you blacks it. For what? Because you say so. T- tell me, show me one thing Donald Trump has done for you. Just one thing. Give him a hand. He made him feel him like Superman. He was his Let father. Him Call him daddy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was his dad. Feel like he worked, his, he he worked with Superman. his wife and uh, getting Alice Johnson. Yeah, prison reform. Prison. Uh-huh. Yeah. That ain't that got nothing to do with being Republican. But he he can at least In his you know mind, though. right. He can say it a different way, like you say, Steve. Like make the Democrats. Uh, be held accountable, you know, for taking us for granted, you know, for taking their constituents for granted, things like that he can say, you know, but this is too far over there. No, man, (laughs) this is not cool. This is not cool. You cannot give me 
a handful of reasons why this should be done. You have to back this up with something, Kanye. You can't just go out here with this damn election coming up, as important as it is. Now, you sending out an ignorant-ass message like this. Yeah, I mean. Damn elections is in two weeks. And here you coming out with these ignorant-ass T-shirts. In one week. It's oh, one a week man, from today, Steve. A week from today. Oh, November you, 6th. Yeah. He can't do that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. No, you sitting up in I'm here, man. You. Man, this is way more important than you sitting up here thinking this man is your damn daddy. This is way more important than you putting on a hat and making you feel like you got on Superman cape. This is way more important than him giving you an audience at the White House with all them damn cameras. Sitting up here pulling out a phone, talking about this the plane you ought to be on. <laughs> he got to stay on Air Force One. Can't fly on that plane on your damn phone. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't getting on that plane. Hell, it ain't even, man. Yeah, think before you speak. Damn, you know, Kanye. Come on now. Yeah, this is the most important election in our lifetime right now. Right and here. he talking about yeah. get out the Democratic Party and let the Republicans win. And then what, Kanye? Oh, Lord. All right. Yeah, he should have stayed in Africa, yeah. actually. He really should But, Unc, you sound like you're about to show up at the NJ Pack, though. <laughs> 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 All right, before this gets out of hand. And uh, it's time for today's headline, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. President Trump and Mrs. Trump scheduled to go to Pittsburgh this afternoon to meet with survivors of the synagogue massacre, as well as first responders and religious leaders there. Not everybody wants him there. However, the rabbi of the Tree of Life Synagogue, that's where all the shooting occurred, he says that the president is welcome. Robert Bowers, the man, meanwhile, accused of murdering 11 innocent people inside that synagogue on Saturday, currently being held without bail. U.S. Attorney Scott Brady explains where the case is now. The federal magistrate judge scheduled a hearing for Thursday, November 1st at 10 a.m. At that time, we will have the opportunity to present evidence demonstrating that Robert Bowers murdered 11 people who are exercising their religious beliefs and that he shot or injured six others, four of whom were police officers responding to the shooting. Under the law, we must present this case to a federal grand jury within 30 days. And rest assured, we have a team of prosecutors working hard to ensure that justice is done. Bowers is charged with 29 federal criminal counts in all, including 11 murder charges. He's also charged separately with about 30 charges by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as U.S. Attorney Brady says, the Powers' next court appointment is this Thursday. Meanwhile, the accused letter bomber, Cesar Sayoc, in a Florida courtroom yesterday. But Sayoc's going to be at some point brought to New York where he actually faces trial. Many of those dud package bombs were mailed to the Empire State, and a New York State prosecutor is scheduled to handle the case. Meanwhile, CNN says another suspicious package addressed to CNN has been intercepted. It was discovered in Atlanta post office yesterday. All mail addressed to the network has been screened off site since last week when a number of package bonds began appearing around the country. This last one, by the way, makes number 17. President Trump calling the African-American man running for Florida governor a thief without a shred of proof. The Republican candidate is Ron DeSantis. And in one of his famous tweets, the president says in Florida there's a choice between a Harvard-Yale-educated man named Ron DeSantis, who's been a great congressman and will be a great governor, and a Democrat who is a thief and who is mayor of a poorly run Tallahassee, said to be one of the most corrupt cities in the country. Of course, none of this is true. Mayor Gillum has not been convicted of any crime. Sad news, Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Ntozaki Shange has died. It's for colored girls who have considered suicide but moved to the ends of their own rainbows.
Shangay wrote for Color Girls who considered suicide when the rainbow was enough. She'd had a, a couple of strokes a decade ago, her sister said, and she'd been in fragile health ever since. Finally, today is National Haunted Refrigerator Night. And I do have a lot of dead meat inside of mine. Anyway, stay there. Steve Harvey Nation. Find if Uncle Steve is smarter than his nephew. Back 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, Bitter Man is here. J. Anthony Brown to murder another hit. Take it away, you guys. All right. It's got a little little Halloween flavor in it. Check it out, y'all, on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Boom. should be passing out candy. If I can't have candy, why should they have candy? It doesn't make sense to That's me. That's just bitter, It's for Jay. the babies. Yeah, yeah, Halloween yeah. is for kids. Yeah, okay. Well, come to my dough and see what you get. Spaghetti. I, mean I give them spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, you're a bitter man in the background. Coming up next at uh, 34 after the hour. We're going to talk about the importance of voting. Yes, we're talking a lot about it because why? It's important, okay? Necessary. Yes. We'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, the midterm election is next Tuesday. We've been talking about it most of the morning, uh, November 6th. That is just one week away from today, actually. Former First Lady Michelle Obama said on BET that we have to step up and vote. Take a listen. Everything that happens in our lives, you know, is affected by the political process. You know, how much our taxes are, whether we have clean water, 
you know, how we're treated if we're a victim of sexual assault, whether our streets are safe, whether there's justice in our criminal justice system. So that's how we make change. Now we can march, we can protest, we can be upset, but we've got to couple that with the action of voting. Because when we sit out, other people sit in, and we can't count on other people taking our interests to heart. You know, we can't count on somebody else who doesn't know us, doesn't know our neighbors, doesn't know our neighborhood, doesn't know our struggle to do what's right for us. So we have to do that, not to just vote every couple of years or to wait for midterms. But I think this is something we have to be talking about all the time. All right. First lady. I mean, she's that's eloquent. Makes so much sense, man. Right. Now, you want the other side? Let's go. We got no damn business sitting around at the house acting like this going to get better if we don't do better. That's right. The only way this thing get better is we got to start voting. See, here's the deal. President Trump is calling on everybody to vote Republican. They have an ad out that's saying this country, if you're afraid of immigrants and losing your job and burning the flag and and socialism and all of this right here, a vote for Democrat is a vote for all of this. That's not true. That's not true. We have to get out and vote to show him that we matter. See, right now, they're playing on the fact that you're going to be complacent and ain't going to vote, just like we always do in these midterms. These midterms have to be different. We can no longer sit out and not vote. That's right. Hell, we went to the polls in 2008. We went to the polls in 2012, and we got what we wanted. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we did. But we then when he asked us to come to the uh, uh, midterms, well, we got the president in, and we messed around, and we let them get control of the House, yeah, and then nothing it. Obama wanted to do from 2012 to 16 went through, and he just had to just pass stuff by executive order. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, Donald Trump comes right in on the day he sat down and got rid of 122 things. Mm-hmm. First day. Soon as he got in. <laughs> and man. it's told how many lies? About 5,000 lies? He done lied so Minimum. much. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. And I mean, listen to me, man. If you're sick of the way you're being governed by this government and this president, you have to do something about it. You do. Right. You've you got no to vote. Sit down. You can no longer sit on your buttock anymore. You can't do it. You don't have that luxury anymore. Folks, we got to vote. Millennials, we have to vote. Old people, you got to vote. Baby boomers, right? Sitting up in here, man, like this, go get, we gonna pray about it. You got to vote. Yeah. Pray after after you vote. Pray while you're voting. That's the answer to the prayer. Faith faith without works is dead. There you go. You sitting up in here always talking about you gonna pray about something, but then you don't wanna go down to the polls and vote. You gonna pray to get a job, but then you ain't gonna go nowhere and put no application in. How you think God operates? You got to give him something to bless. We got to go vote. Yep. And if you're sitting up in these churches and talking about ain't mentioning voting, you need to get out of them. Because all they telling you, man, look, my reward, my only reward cannot be when I die. Amen. Hmm. Amen, brother. I got to get something while I'm here. Come on now. But that's scripture, though. The Bible says that he comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. He said life. He, he, not just after you die, but while you here, we got to vote, man. This is a critical election. Yeah. 
Let him say it. It need to be yeah. said. That's oh, hey, Sunday you know. sermon. Me off and don't go down there. No, that's not going to be Sunday sermon. No, I tell you what. Don't go down there. See what I do. We're one week away. Please go vote. <laughs> up next, it is the nephew with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I want my husband to accept my male friend. All right? Mm. Right now. <laughs> I wish the hell. Oh, wait. Say what now? What? <laughs> oh, you guys, you, you, you fellas want me to read that one again. You can. <laughs> Subject, I want my husband to accept my male friend. And I said, I wish the hell I would. <laughs> All right, Nev, you're up right now, though, uh, with today's yeah. prank phone call. What you got for us? You in my house. Huh? I, you in my house. There you go. And? You in my house. I live here. That's, it's, it's a here it is. You'll, you'll <laughs> see why. Hello. Hey, this is uh this Preston. Where y'all where did y'all leave the key at? Uh, I'm I'm about two hours out. And you got the wrong number, bro. Call him back. Yeah. Is is this is this Troy? Yeah, it's Troy. Who there? Hey, this is this I'm Preston, man. Listen, I'm on my way to the house. I'm about two hours out. Where, where did y'all leave the key at, man? Hold on, wait. You, hold on. Let me get up. You on your way to what house? I'm on my way there. Are you, are you at you at the house? Uh, I'm at my house. Yeah. What? Who, you, what did you say your name was? This is Preston. I uh. Okay. Okay. Hold on, man. I don't understand. Okay. I'm on my way to the house. Uh, yeah. You, what house? At, that's, my, that's my question. What house you talking about? Okay. You are you at six Pine Woods Drive? Yeah, that's my house. Okay. Okay, I don't understand that. All right, so listen, I'm I'm about two hours out, man. I got two U-Haul trucks. We in route there. We'll be there in about two hours. But but I thought y'all was out the house by now. I'm I'm kind of see where the key at. Out the house. What? Hold on, what's what, going on, man? Let me get up. Let me get up. What? what, what now, hold on. What, what? What you say? You 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 got two U-Haul trucks. What? What you got? What you got them for? What's it? What's that now? I'm moving into the house. I, I I bought the house. You you moving into what? Okay, how you don't know I bought the house, man? You wrong you know, way. What the house you talking about? Oh, you on Woods Drive? That's I bought this house from Tisdale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tisdale. That's that's who that's who we that's who we got the house from. What wait? You say you bought the house? Okay, wait a minute. You leased the house from Tisdale, right? Yeah, yeah. We right, right. We we still got about another year left in our lease. We 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 ain't out this house for another year. I mean, and we supposed to renew that. Okay, okay, we got a problem. Let me let me try to. Okay, oh yeah, we bought. Now, hold we, on, one, let, me, let, me, let me get my wife on. I need to get my wife on the phone. Um, well, hold on, and, hold, hold on, a, hold on a minute. Uh-huh. Okay, so now Tisdale tell me that y'all supposed to be out the house, and I'm calling because he said y'all gonna leave the key in a certain place. Tisdale so like, ain't told you no like man. I need, let me get Tisdale on the phone, because uh, how we how do he, he ain't man we ain't hearing nothing about no selling or no house or no nothing like that. Okay, well I didn't I didn't bought the house from Tisdale and I'm on I'm like I say I'm I'm two hours out I might get there a little quicker. How soon do you think y'all can get the stuff get y'all stuff out the house? Get what stuff out what house? Y'all gonna have to get y'all stuff out the house. Get what stuff? You a guy? 
a lot of that. You think we're going to get, we, 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 look, like I said, man, uh, we, we need to get Tisdale on the phone and get this cleared up. You a mother, you say, I tell you what, you bring the you haul trucks as you want to, y'all better take that back where you come from. I tell you that. I tell you that hey, much. Hey, hey, listen, man, listen. The mistake, first of all, okay, you, you arguing with me about my house. That's my house. No, Let's no, get that on all, no, no, no. Now, see, now I'm at, see, now you in the office. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like I like like, like I'm gonna tell Tisdale. Ain't, 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 ain't none of this ain't going down the way you think it's gonna go down. You understand? Know we signed a lease to be in this house for a year. I mean, that's what we gonna do. We gonna be in this house for a whole year. You ain't gonna be hey, in hey, here man, for another no. year. So you okay, might as well go get yourself. We don't that. own the house no more. I own the house. You got to get your out, man. I'm two hours out. Yeah, man. Look, too, man. Hey. We, we look. Listen to me now. Listen. We done been in this house five years. Okay. We got one year left in this house. Okay, look, ain't gonna be no moving in today. We can't. I, I, I can't move my man. I got wife. I got kids. And shit, man, I, I, I look. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm, 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 it's like it's like you said. You got. We got to talk Tisdale. But I'm telling you, man. You pull up today and you haul. I swear for Lord, I'm gonna. I'm gonna whoop your. So you, 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 you don't call me with all this. I ain't got no notice. Or nothing. What, that, you understand what I'm saying? But, but let me you ain't, you ain't, that 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 ain't got nothing to do with me. Tisdale the one that, Tisdale one time agree with me. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, well that's when you and Tisdale, but right now, I'm on my way to my house. And you got to get your out of my no, house. No, no, you on your way to my house. No, and I tell I'm on you my way to my house. If you, if you, no, no, if you come to my house, you gonna get your ass handed to you. Let me say this, is your wife and kids there right now? They at church where your need to be. Okay, okay. Is, is it in a room? In, what's in the garage? In a room in the garage? Can you move no, all no, your stuff? What's in my garage? You raggedy. Like I just told you, you pull up to my house. I'm gonna get some furniture moving in this. Hey man, let me tell you something. You, you getting your, you getting your black look. You getting your black look. And your white ain't going no damn Well, you come make me do it. You come make me do it. Move out my house today. What's in my garage? What's in your garage? You tell me that. What's in your garage? Look, I'm allow, I'm gonna allow you to do this. Move all your stuff into the garage. No, no, no I'm, I'm gonna allow you to get your whooped. Okay. I'm saying what I'm okay. saying. So, so I see, I see now, I see now. You want your whooped in front of your wife and kids? I oh, see so, that. Oh, so you gonna whoop my? So that's what you gonna do? I tell you what. You bring them you house. You bring your wife, your kids, your dog. You bring anybody. I whoop all your. Right here in front it's of my not, house. It's not your house. It's mine. I bought the. I bought the house from Man, look, I'm tell, look, I tell you what. You meet me right in front of the yard. I'm gonna be right out here standing in my. I'm gonna whoop your in my robe and my house shoes. How about that? Don't tell me to move out my house. And, 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 and I tell you, you know, what. You, you know better what, call Tisdale. You know this over here because you, know you don't need to call me to tell you what. You don't need what you say. Do you know what else Tisdale told me to tell you? I tell you one thing. You gonna tell me whatever Tisdale told you, but I tell you one thing. I ain't moving out my house today. I'm telling you that right now. Ain't going to be no moving out here. You say what the Tisdale told you to say. I'm going to tell you this. Here's what Tisdale told me to tell you. Tisdale told me to tell you that this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Troy, your wife and Tisdale got me to prank phone call you. The f this man, this some boo. This some boo. This some boo. Man. This. <laughs> I done put my pants on. I done put my boots on. I'm waiting. I'm sitting right here in my living room looking out the window, waiting for this you all to pull up. Because I'm sure going to tear five from your 
Boy, I can't, man, I, I can't even go back to sleep now. Man, I, you done got me fired up. Hey, Troy, I got to ask you before I go, man. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> morning show. Ain't that bad? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta wake a brother up every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You play too much, Thomas. Woo! Wow. Every now and then you gotta wake somebody up. You know, scary. give a little wake up yeah. call. Oh, okay, yeah. that's, that's one way of looking at it. Long as you like the prank, that's all that makes a difference to me. As long as you love the prank. Check it out. It's going down this Friday. That's right, this Friday. Friday, November the 2nd, I will be in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. It is a homecoming. That's right. Pine Bluff, Arkansas plays Alabama A&M, but there is a comedy show Friday night. So all you alumni that's coming to town, I got what you don't want to miss. That's right. Johnny Jones, D.C. Youngfly, Don D.C. Curry, and me, your boy, Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is a comedy show you do not want to miss. If you want tickets, go to itickets.com. That's Buytickets.com. Get your tickets right now because the nephew, Don D.C. Curry. You want to go to Pambler? You want me to ask him now? Or you? Do you want to go to Pambler? I've been to Pambler plenty of times. Okay. Now, you're going to open if we go. Oh. And then when I get through opening, what you going to do? I'm going to come you out. You're going to mess with me one time, and I'm going to show you how this goes. All right, we got to go, guys. We we have to go. It is uh, strawberry letter time. It's coming up right after this subject. I want my husband to accept my male friend. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Tell them, Steve Harvey, please. Uh, exactly what you said. <laughs> A little more enthusiasm sometimes. Exactly what you said. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you ready? It's in there. All right. Buckle up. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I want my husband to accept my male friend. Dear Stephen Shirley, in March of this year, my husband and I separated and he moved out of the house. During our separation, I started talking to a guy I met at work. We started hanging out as friends and we ended up having sex eventually. My new friend was aware of the problems my husband and I were having and he was supportive. I recently told a friend that my husband and I were trying to work things out in our marriage and he understood. We remained as friends with benefits until my husband moved back in with me. Now that my husband is back home, my friend and I have not had sex and I no longer see him in that way. We are just friends now and he has a new girlfriend that he really likes. So here's my problem. I'm tired of hiding my friendship with this guy. He and I enjoy hanging out with each other, and I don't want to do it in secret anymore. I don't want my husband to see me out with this guy, find a text message, or see him calling me, and then suspect that I'm cheating on him. My question is, should I introduce my friend to my husband? I want to clear the air and tell my husband that my friend and I had a sexual relationship, but it was when he and I were separated, so it shouldn't matter. Or should I just keep it to myself? I could just end the friendship, but this guy has become such a big part of my life. What should I do? 
No, no, no. Okay, you can't share this with your husband. You just can't. I, I, I guarantee you he's not going to take it uh, like you think he will or um, uh, like you think he should even. Um, it, it's not going to matter if you, you were separated from your husband during the time you had this affair with this guy. It's not going to matter. Don't do this. Even if this guy is only a friend to you right now, your husband is going to figure it out. Uh, he's not going to want to know about some quote-unquote friend you were having sex with. It's just not going to fly with him. I mean, I, I got to tell you, stay woke. This is not a good look if you want to get back and stay with your husband. You're going to have to learn that you can't tell everything. You just can't tell everything. You have to keep some things to yourself. And this is definitely one of those things. No. To your ex-boyfriend and your affair. No. Steve. My friend and I had a sexual relationship, but it was when he and I were separated, so it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> love your what? Don't know, man. <laughs> Lady. I love your what? <laughs> yeah, let me read this again. This at the end of the letter. I had a sexual relationship... But it was when he and I were separated. So it shouldn't matter. What? <laughs> you... Did you read it one more time, Steve? I love your what? I love it. It's the best. <laughs> I do, too. The what uh-huh. give me life. I know. It does. I want, let me read a little bit more then. <laughs> I want to clear the air and tell my husband that my friend and I had a sexual relationship, but it was when he and I were separated. So it shouldn't matter. What? <laughs> yes, I love your what? I like use a, pa- a longer pause. I like that. Yes. Because it was a longer sentence yeah. I read. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. I'm reading one do, more time. One more time, one more time, yeah. And then pause it longer just so, yeah, it's good effect. For effect, yeah. My question is, should I introduce my friend to my husband? I want to clear the air and tell my husband that my friend and I had a sexual relationship but it was when he and I were separated, so it shouldn't matter. What? <laughs> yeah, I like the little crack in your voice. That was good. Because I almost cried. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, Steve. You oh, let it marinate. Oh, okay. Oh, I, you, you know, <laughs> the subject, I want my husband to accept my male friend. First of all, let me just clear up this for you. Not many of us accept our wives having male friends. Not many of us. There are exceptions, but not many. But yours is deeper than this, though. Yeah. In March of this year, you and your husband separated. He moved out of the house. Then you start talking to this guy you met at work. You ain't met him at work. He been there. We started hanging out as friends. We ended up having sex eventually. Okay. Who say that? We ended up having sex eventually. My new friend was aware of the problems my husband and I was having, and he was supportive. Then I told your friend and my husband and I were trying to work things out in the marriage, and he understood. We remain. You know why he understood? Because that's all he wanted from you anyway. Right. Absolutely. See, lady, now I want you to I want you to know how men are now. Once he see you finna get back to your husband, cool. That's all I wanted anyway. 
So now I want you to know who you're going to risk your marriage over again by introducing this guy to. I recently told my friend that we was trying to work things out, and he understood. We remained as friends with benefits. You kept screwing until my husband moved back in with me. That's how you explain that's, it. That's the best one we're going to go with. Maybe we needed a what right there. What? <laughs> now that my husband has moved back in with me and my husband is back home, my friend and I have had not, not had sex. And I lo- no longer see him that way. We just friends now. And he got a new girlfriend that he really likes. So here's my problem. I'm tired of hiding my friendship with this guy. He and I enjoy hanging out with each other. And I don't want to do it in secret anymore. What? It's too much. You don't want to do it in secret no more. He and I enjoy hanging out. I don't want secret. I don't want my husband to see me out with this guy. <laughs> come on, what? Come on, come on. You don't want to <laughs> find a text message. What? <laughs> or see him calling me and suspect that I'm cheating on him. Like, what? <laughs> we'll be back with more of what? Right after. <laughs> 23 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's letter. I want my husband to accept my male friend. People in hell want ice water. <laughs> what? You want your husband to accept my male friend mm-hmm. that he don't know nothing about, though. See, so what you finna do is interject some brand new news to your husband. While y'all were separated, you started having sex with this dude. He your new friend. Then you told your friend and your husband trying to get it back together. He said he understood. But we remained the friends with benefits until my husband moved back in with me. Now my husband's back home. My friend and I have not had sex, and I no longer see him in that way. We just friends now. And he got a new girlfriend he really liked, though. So here's my problem. I'm tired of hiding my friendship with this guy. What? He and I enjoy hanging out with each other, and I don't want to do it in secret no more. What? That's the one. Yeah. I don't want to do it in secret no more. What is you planning on doing? That's that's what it's supposed to be. It's in secret. And done. I don't want my husband to see me out with this guy, find a text message, or see him calling me and suspect that I'm cheating on him. My question is, mm, mm. my question is, should I introduce my friend to my husband? (laughs) What? Hey, Steve. Not the introduction, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Can can Jay be the girl? (laughs) Hell yeah. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Please. Let's do a reenactment. Jay, I want you to try. Can I get a help with a younger name? Because my name's a... Okay, Always. Shaquita. Okay, I'm Shaquita. Shaquita. Uh-huh. Yeah, this got to be some young people. Ain't no old ass people. <laughs> Shaquita, what? you coming in the house to Terrell, and Ooh. you finna tell me, Terrell, 
that you trying to find a way to break it to me that you was okay. seeing this man one while question, we were separated. Can right, we pick go. another name? Because my son, Terrell, was swear. Okay. <laughs> was swear. Oh, okay. Terrell. No, okay, I'm, no I'm telling you. I'm, I know what's going to happen. Okay, well, I got to cool. be by me. Ain't nobody talking about okay, shit. Okay, let's go. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Too All many right. issues. That's how All we right. eat, Jay. <laughs> I know. Dante. Dante, all right. Okay, all right, I'm Dante. Okay. You Shaquita. Hey, Shaquita, what's happening? Oh, nothing, Dante. Nothing. Uh, look, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, you know, I thought we might go on in here since we're trying to work things out. Well, I want you to hold up on that. But hold that thought. That's a good thought. That's a good thought. Mm. I want to tell you something first. Remember when I um, when we broke up? Remember that time we had broke up? Had- hey, baby, look, 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 mm. look, look. I know we went through some hard times. You ain't got to keep bringing all that up. No, no, How no. We broke up. I know part. we broke up, baby. Go all that matter. We trying to work it out. This part is so important. This now, let's go important. on in here this first. This part is important. Hold that thought because I, wanna, I want you to keep that energy. <laughs> okay. but, Remember when he when we had kind of broke up, like when we were. Well, yeah, we broke up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I, I left. Yeah, and and yeah. then we got we had got back together, but in between that time when you had left mm-hmm. and when you had come Uh-oh. back, there's a lot of space in between. So what I want to talk to you about, space ain't nothing be- to me, baby. Space is just time. Uh-oh. Time Uh-oh. gone, you can't get it back. Is, um, you know, if we could just go on in this back room here. I don't know how to tell you. I don't yeah, know we how could to just say this. Ooh, I'm trying. Mm. To... Okay, there was a lot of space between when you left and when you came back. I know, baby, but that whole time Ooh. I was thinking about you. Ooh, how can I say this? This is uh, come on, Shaquita. I'm trying to tell you. Well, when you left, right, and then you mm-hmm. came back, the space that was in between us, some things yeah. happened. When you had left, when you had was, and you was oh, gone, oh, and I didn't hear from you. Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. When you say space, something got in between there. What you mean something got in between you? Well, because you wasn't here. You wasn't uh-huh. here at that time. You had yeah, moved I know. out. Uh-huh. And then you had came back. So yeah. I'm trying to focus But on remember now, you cussed me and told me, you know. Yeah, I did. I remember all that. Okay. Um, but, uh-huh. Ooh, how can I say? Ooh, Lord, this is like, ooh, Father God, how do I say these words? Hmm, what had happened? Come on, straight well, out. Mm, mm, can't tell me how many times I heard that and paid good money for it. But anyway, um, <laughs> um. You there was a there was a friend there was a support friend because I have I was going through a lot. Of oh, that's stress, cool, right? baby. Hey, look, hey, look. Yeah. Everybody need a friend when they going mm-hmm. through something difficult. Mm-hmm. I and understand. I just want to know, let you know that while you was gone, he was. How can I say that? He was on top of the situation. Oh, wait, hold on, 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 hold on. What 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 you mean he? He was on, well, the, there were, I had some problems that I was going through personally, and he was on top of the situation. Oh, well, who is, who is, who, 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 mm-hmm. who is he, baby? So, who, 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 he, he what? A, he's a friend from the job, and what he did, the problem that I had, he just kind of spanked it out of me. You know, he oh. just spanked it out of me, and, and it was all gone. Oh, wait, 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 uh-huh. wait. Mm-hmm. You met somebody down at your job spanking? No, 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 no. That ain't what I'm saying. It's, I had problems. I was dealing. No, you with said things, he spanked right? it out. You. Yeah. What, 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 what is that? Figure of speech or something? What that mean? Well, he, he. <laughs> in other words, I was going through things, and he got behind me to really help me deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is you trying to say uh-huh. that while I was gone, that another man came in here? No, he wasn't and in what, here. No, he, no, no, well, 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 okay, but but no. step. I mean, you start have you. Wait, what yeah. kind of friend is this, Shaquille? A real good friend. And he when you just, say real good friend, Shaquille, what does you mean? 
I mean, I had problems. He was riding. No, the well, I, had, I like heard it. all that. We all he, had problems. He was riding. That's why I left. <laughs> now, what kind of friend was he? Yeah, well, I just want you to know that we're not going through that anymore, and we had a happy ending. So that's all. <laughs> Who had a happy ending? Shaquita, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. We're going to work through this here. But if I find out from you mm-hmm. that you were seeing another man mm-hmm. while we broke up, it's gonna be some problems off up in here. Yeah, and you, 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 you text if you want. I better not see no damn text. I better not see y'all ass out nowhere. I better not catch you on the phone with nobody. You understand? All right. Um, Shaquita, go need go. a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter, Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes, Comedy Roulette right after this. Woo. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time for Comedy Roulette. J. Anthony Brown, step up to the mic. Here's how we do this thing every week. We do it every week. We take four subjects. We put them on the wheel. We spun the wheel. Where it stopped, because we so good, we could do the damn thing. Put them up, spin mm. it. Oh, I'm sorry, spun it. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, number one, I don't know what she told you, but high school friends don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> number two, things your broke friends always say. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Number wow. three, what's the cutoff age for? Blank. Mm. Uh, number four. How can you tell when your trick or treater is too old? <laughs> oh man! All right, can't spin it. <laughs> we want that cutoff age. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. That's number three. I want okay. the cutoff age. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, it almost stopped there, Tommy. But no, it stopped at number four. How can you tell when your trick-or-treater is too old? Let's oh, go, guys. I'm going to start it out. How can you tell when your <laughs> trick-or-treater is too old? When you smell Jack Daniels on his breath, he waits. <laughs> 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 too uh, old. Yeah. Too old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, he is too old. Go ahead, Junior. How can you tell when your trick-or-treater is too old? Uh-huh. uh-huh. When he pull up in your driveway and hit his horn for you to come outside. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How can you tell, nephew? Come on. Let me tell you how you can tell when they too old. When he got his whole mechanic outfit on, uh-huh. and he getting the candy in his lunch bucket, that's when you know they're a little too old for that, right? Yeah. All right, Steve, Steve, what you got? If he come up to your door and want a lottery ticket instead of candy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good and grown. All right, here's how to tell if your trick-or-treater is too old. If he's smoking and puts a cigarette out and say, man, I need that candy, I ain't got it all night, all right? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> how you tell your trick-or-treater is too old? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When you open the door, when you have to step back because he dressed as a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, he's old. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's an original outfit? <laughs> Looking like Goldie. <laughs> Let me tell you how you can tell when they too old. When she, when uh-huh. you open up the door and she in her stripper outfit saying, listen, I got to be to work by 10. I, 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 I got to get this candy right now. I, I got to. I got to be on stage by 10. Uh, uh, what you got, Steve? <laughs> if a baby is on the sidewalk, 
And when you open the door, it's a baby on the sidewalk crying, Daddy, I want my bag back. Shut your ass up. Let me get some <laughs> Here's how to tell if your trick-or-treater is too old. You look on his arm and it says class of 72. Okay. Too old. Sit down. Come on, kid. You can tell you know if your trick-or-treater is too old. Uh-huh. When you open the door, he say, man, I didn't know this where you live. What? This nice. Man, this nice. When you open up the door and his costume is leave it to beaver. (laughs) (laughs) Not Jerry (laughs) Mathis. Who are you again, son? Oh, my gosh. Uh, That show was black and white. (laughs) Here's how to tell when your trick-or-treater is too old. You open the door, he's got a beard, but it's real, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He might be too old. He might be too old. (laughs) There's another way you know if your trick-or-treater is too old. Uh, When he opened the door, and say, look here, man, I don't want candy, but if you got two sweet potatoes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want some yams. I need to make some yams. <laughs> if you got two sweet potatoes, I'll take them. What I you got, it. nephew? I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you open up the door, she's 60-something years old, dressed like Harriet Tubman, saying, we's going to need all the candies we's going to get. <laughs> Head north <laughs> after this. Uh, <laughs> All right, Steve, how can you tell when your trick-or-treater is too old? You open up the door and instead of having a bag, he's standing there with a Sherwin-Williams paint can. <laughs> <laughs> Way too old. <laughs> I got I a visual. Yeah. If your trick-or-treater is too old, uh-huh. he said, man, skip the candy. Can you just make me a plate? <laughs> wrap that in fall yeah. for me, dog. Wrap, wrap that in fall for me, man. <laughs> Another thing, this is how you know. You didn't get a knock at the door. You just having to open the door and you look out there and somebody charging, they hover around on your porch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to be here long. <laughs> oh, uh, how can you tell, uh, Tommy? Let me think. Huh? Let me think. If he says that. I got it. Yeah, if he says that, he's too old, right? Here go when you know it's too old. When he pull up on the riding lawnmower saying, listen, let me get the can and I'm going to go and lay that front yard down for you. I got you. I'm going to lay that front down. All right. All right, here's how you know. I got another one. All right, Steve, you can close it out. Yeah. This is how you can tell when your trick-or-treater is too old. If you open the door uh-huh. and his ass is standing there uh-huh. and his costume is Woody the Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, let's go back. All right, guys, home run, each and every one of you. Comedy roulette for today. Happy Halloween. Thank you, guys. Yeah, (laughs) coming up at the top of the hour, Pimpin has been offered uh, the new head coach job of the Cleveland Browns. 
Wow. Okay. What? Wow. Wow, wow Pimpin. All right. We'll find out what he says right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Well, uh, the Cleveland Browns head coach, Hugh Jackson, was fired. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you guys, Tommy Jr. J., uh, Pimpin yeah. is here. Pimpin is here. He was Pimpin. offered. Let's bring Pimpin on in. Let's he get him on in here and talk to him. He was offered the job. Yeah, he was offered. How far back is he? <laughs> He's always further back in here. Yeah. Why are you always down the street? Yeah, here I come. Here I come. Here I come. Yeah, I'm is. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? What's, what's, up, what's going on now? Hey, what's up, Shelly? Hey, Pimpin. Welcome back. What's up, girl? Hey, Chocolate. I heard the good what's day. happening, Pimpin? What's hey, going I on? I tried to swing through y'all's homecoming. Yeah, PBU, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I don't know nobody down there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's down there, Pimpin? Yeah, ain't no Pimps in Prairie View, partner. Yeah, hey, anyway, what's up? Hey, hey, what's up, Junior? What's happening, Pimpin, man? You could have came to the homecoming, man. Nah, They'd have loved nah, you, man. Nah, I was watching y'all on M. On Infogram, I just let y'all have that. <laughs> yeah, you know, Infogram. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Jay? What's up, Pimpin, man? You shout again. You I know, shout. I know. You like this one, Tommy? What's that, happening Pimpin, with you? Man. What's going on, Pimpin? You looking uh, fly, baby? No, this is my floral print right here. Okay. Floral yeah. What kind of flowers? What kind of flowers is that, man? Oh, this right here, I got I did these right here was mm-hmm. my aunt's drapes. <laughs> I had my sister take these things down off them rods. Uh-huh. You know, she passed. You know, I knew she wasn't gonna take them to heaven. So I said, hell, she ain't going to take him to hell. I might as well make a coat. <laughs> right here on Earth. Right here on Earth. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's nice, ain't it, man? It is, Pimp. Real nice. Oh, that's Real right. Nice. Anyway, man, oh, I just want go ahead. I want to ask you, man, so we got word, brother, that, uh, you know, they fired the head coach. Ain't uh, that crazy, the man? Line. They didn't find Hugh Jackson. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, I think they done that wrong, man. Man ain't lose but 35 games. What in the world is this country coming to? <laughs> How many lose, Pippin? 35. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> and tied one. <laughs> you can't keep working with that record nowhere. <laughs> So, so Pippin, you know, the word on the street, man, and I know you know the street word, you know, but uh, the word is, brother, that, you know, they didn't offer you the job. Now, man, they didn't, you know, first of all, let me say this for you before I tell you my thoughts on all like that. You got to give a man a chance, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know how many times we went to the moon before we got it right? Mm. Yeah, we uh, a lot of time. Mm. You know how many times Alexander Graham Bell tried a whole lot of times for that phone ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, Pippin. Oh, they ain't had to fire so, the man. So, so, Pippin, did you accept the job? Yeah, see, they want me to be the coach, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't got time for no coaching, man. Pippin, you don't understand. <laughs> Pimpin getting in the way of coaching. I'm gonna just be real with you right here. Pimpin, all them, all them seats in the stands. You can't work your jelly, you know, at the same time. Oh no, man! I, I tell you what, I do. I got some ideas that can change the team, though. Really? 
Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, stuff they ought to do. You know, they want me to be coach, but I ain't got time for that. You know, plus I I I I ain't gonna be able to coach because I my weekends is crowded. <laughs> I can't be nowhere on no weekend talking about no circles and X's. What <laughs> you talking about? I'm a pimp. There's a whole lot of pimp stuff I got to do on the weekends. Pimping is at all time high on Saturdays and Friday, and on Sunday I got to go to church. <laughs> Wow, pimping, that's easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's why they get to see these outfits. <laughs> the pimp game is real, huh? Oh, it's real, man. Damn. First Sunday, last first Sunday, I dressed as the... <laughs> what? Yeah, I had the velvet shoes, everything. Everything but that little hat they be wearing. I don't like them hats. Well, you know, I like that boy, Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot, man. First of all, he a white and we got a black name. So we're going to keep him. And then the uniforms, they ain't never like the brown uniforms. First, they ain't got no fur on them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no wonder hot. they ain't won no damn game. Where you gonna, where you gonna I can't fur wear it without man. fur. <laughs> well, what, Tommy? Where you gonna put the fur at, man? On the collar. <laughs> wow. The Where the fur go? The helmet, the collar got food. No, nah, you put it on on just on the collar. What you right mean where that. you gonna put where you gonna put what? the fur on the collar? So the crew neck, the crew neck, you gonna put it there. That's well, I put it, I'll put it fur right there and on the bottom of the pants. <laughs> right at the knee. You know how hot that'll look. And if he with some fur on, man, they be killing it, man. Okay. What else you got? And then okay, I'm going to tell you something else. We, 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 we going to have to start practicing at night. That's the other thing. Because, you know. Why you practice at night, pimp? Because pimps don't get up in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm in here, man. I get my beauty rest. They practice at night, man. Then they go to see if you practice at night. Then you'll remember what I told y'all instead of doing it on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I always practice ought to be right before the game. <laughs> that way they can remember what they supposed to do. <laughs> what is we all in here on Monday for talking about what we going to do on Sunday? <laughs> they done forgot. Sunday Let me morning. Ask you this, yeah, what? It, let me ask you this. Is, is there a certain way you want everybody's hair on the team? No, no, no. See, we get to that later. They, 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 well, they don't have to cut them dreads off, though. All these dreads sticking them under yeah, these yeah, helmets. Because they, they don't need these helmets, see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Y'all want me to come back? Yeah, hang on, Pimpin'. We'll be back with more <laughs> Pimpin' and more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after <laughs> this. Know it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Uh, back with Pimpin, uh, who was offered uh, the head coaching job for yeah. the Cleveland Browns after uh, Hugh Jackson was Dumb fired. music, yeah. yeah, Hugh got fired, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man. They call me. But I got to make some drastic changes. They're going to be a reason they want me to be up in the game. I, I, I just think they ought to change it. What? Now they get so rid what, of them. cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. Yeah, I like cheerleaders, but the ones they, they ain't thick enough. <laughs> what you want out there cheering, you need man? Some thick girls out there, you know what I'm saying? 
Them little skinny little white girls they be having out there, you need some thick ones out there, boy. Well, what about what about when they do the pyramid and all of that? Oh, uh, we ain't doing all that. This the pros. They don't do that. Pros don't do pyramids. You must be talking about your little girl chin squad. This pimp talk. See, you in daddy mode. I'm in sugar daddy mode. <laughs> And in the uniforms, this is another thing, man. I think the uniforms, they just it's just too blatant. They ain't fly enough. Everybody got the same thing on. I think every player ought to pick his own color. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that way we can confuse the other team. <laughs> some of the players got on purple. Some of them went lime green. We get rid of them helmets. Like I say, everybody wear their hats. Oh. <laughs> that's a lot of concussions, yeah, man. You need a much. helmet on while you're playing, brother. Nah, you know all them concussions. What you worried about that for? <laughs> they got concussion protocol. They got the little tent on the sideline. <laughs> Take a shot in the head that gives somebody else a chance to play. <laughs> logical. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Oh, you're considering this job, huh? Yeah, and, and, and we ought to get rid of the scobold. Why? Okay, but how we yeah, how we know who winning? Well, you know, Browns ain't won in a while, so what the hell we keep mentioning it for? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you know, instead of the scoreboard, let's just show movies at night. Because <laughs> ain't nothing happening on the field. <laughs> we only play Shaft, Superfly, the Mac, Coffee Brown. You know. Real movies. Real that, that movies. Pimpin', pimpin', do you want that. them to wear the cleats that they wear? Do you want them to at least keep that? Well, they can put cleats on them. Uh-huh. But, you know, we got to wear platforms. <laughs> Platform cleats? Yeah. Instead of coming out there with that golf cart, yeah. uh-huh. everybody leave the field in the Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> With the leopard seats? Yeah. <laughs> wow. The program would be slick, you know. Play some movies on the school. I know, man. But real movies, though. But we don't yeah. need that school. We don't need to keep mentioning it. We yeah, yeah. Oh, only, only game we done lost. Yeah. We, we got Superfly on the school. We done lost 35 games in two years. What the hell we keep putting it up on the school? <laughs> for? We don't need to announce nothing unless we win one. Oh, we said, damn, happy to get a win. We got a tie, and the whole damn city was drinking. <laughs> and the team is just out there with uh, different uh, color uniforms and pimp hats. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. fur on them, yeah. baby. Like, like him, man. This Lime is what it green. sounds like. And uh, each player get their own color. This is what it sounds like when pimps cry. And <laughs> All right, thank you, Captain. I know, that's right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> right after this. Uh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, the midterm election is next Tuesday. We've been talking about it most of the morning, uh, November 6th. That is just one week away from hmm. today, actually. Former First Lady Michelle Obama said on BET that we have to step up and vote, take a listen Everything that happens in our lives, you know, is affected by the political process. Mm -hmm. You know, how much our taxes are, whether we have clean water, you know, how we're treated if we're a victim of sexual assault. 
whether our streets are safe, whether there's justice in our criminal justice system. So that's how we make change. Now we can march, we can protest, we can be upset, but we've got to couple that with the action of voting. Because when we sit out, other people sit in, and we can't count on other people taking our interests to heart. You know, we can't count on somebody else who doesn't know us, doesn't know our neighbors, doesn't know our neighborhood, doesn't know our struggle to do what's right for us. So we have to do that. Not to just vote every couple of years or to wait for midterms, but I think this is something we have to be talking about all the time. All right. First lady. I mean, yeah. she's, that's eloquent. She makes so mm-hmm. much sense, man. Wow. Right. Wow. Now, you want the other side? Let's go. We ain't got no damn business sitting around at the house acting like this going to get better if we don't do better. That's right. The only way this thing get better is we got to start voting. See, here's the deal. President Trump is calling on everybody to vote Republican. They have an ad out that's saying this country, if you're afraid of immigrants and losing your job and burning the flag and, and socialism and all of this right here, a vote for Democrat is a vote for all of this. That's not true. That's not true. We have to get out and vote to show him that we matter. See, right now, they're playing on the fact that you're going to be complacent and ain't going to vote, just like we always do in these midterms. These midterms have to be different. We can no longer sit out and not vote. That's right. Hell, we went to the polls in 2008. We went to the polls in 2012, and we got what we wanted. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we did. But we then when he asked us to come to the uh, uh, midterms, well, we got the president in, and we messed around, and we let them get control of the House, yeah, and then nothing it. Obama wanted to do from 2012 to 16 went through, and he just had to just pass stuff by executive order. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, Donald Trump comes right in on the day he sat down and got rid of 122 things. Mm-hmm. First day. Soon as he got in. <laughs> and Man. it's told how many lies? About 5,000 lies? He done lied so Minimum. much. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. And I'm mean, listen to me, man. If you're sick of the way you're being governed by this government and this president, you have to do something about it. You do. Right. You've you got no to vote. Sit down. You can no longer sit on your buttock anymore. You can't do it. You don't have that luxury anymore. Folks, we got to vote. Millennials, we have to vote. Mm-hmm. Old people, you got to vote. Baby boomers, right. Sitting up vote. in here, man, like this, gonna get, we going to pray about it. You got to vote. Yeah. Pray after, yeah. Pray after you vote. Pray That's while you're right. voting. That's the answer to the prayer. Faith, faith without yeah. works is dead. There you go. You sitting up in here always talking about you going to pray about something, but then you don't want to go down to the polls and vote. He we got to go work. vote. Yep. Please Election Day is one week away, November 6th. Please go vote. We'll be back with our last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks right after this at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, last break of the day. Time for your closing remarks. What do you have for us today, my friend? Well, uh, hey, for my closing remarks today, I choose to keep encouraging people, uplifting people and enlightening you all to some of the things I've had to learn on my journey. And I'm not claiming to know more than anybody else. I'm just talking to people from a standpoint of just trying to be an an encouraging person from my own standpoint, my own viewpoint. 
you don't have to agree with anything I say. You have the right to your own opinion, your own line of thinking. So this is not a forced thing. This is just, you know, uh, words of encouragement at the end of the show. So when you're starting your day and you're thinking about your road to success and happiness, I've had a lot of um, challenges along the way that I've had to learn how to overcome. And I've had to find different methods and learn from more successful people than myself how to get it done. One of the major things that I learned, and this is very difficult for me to do because of the most useless uh, emotion in the human spirit, which is guilt. Guilt serves no one. But because of guilt, I found it hard to implement this that I'm about to share with you. You've heard the old saying, birds of a feather flock together. You've heard association brings on participation. What that simply means is if you have a goal in mind, uh, an aspiration, somewhere you're trying to get to, to get there better, quicker, faster, more peacefully, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people. Now, this is hard to do. And I'm going to tell you why it's hard to do for me. Because I was held to a certain amount of accountability by people who just didn't want to see me leave them. So as I began to change my life, change my direction, leave Cleveland, move up, try to come up, do more, try to become more, try not to be the the person that I used to be. They have words to hold you to them. Like, man, you got to keep it real, man. Hey, man, don't forget where you come from. Now, not forgetting where you come from is important, but they're saying it from the fact of what they really mean is keep it real. Don't forget where you come from. A lot of those people simply mean don't leave us. And it's not your obligation to take everybody with you. You've got to understand that. Don't get held to the emotion of guilt and keep associating with people who don't mean you well. Now, look, that goes to something my father told me a long time ago. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. Some people are in your life for certain periods of time. And that's just it. You have to move on from them. Some of your friends you just grew apart from. Some of your associates, you just can't keep associating with them all the time. Some of your people, you can meet them at the gym and play ball, but you can't do nothing else with them. That's okay. Stop thinking that because a person labels you their friend that you now owe them a ride. You don't. Stop thinking like I hurt myself so many years Hanging on to people suffering from guilt. What's going to happen to their family? What's going to happen to their ability to get another job? And I've had people use me for years and for years and for years. I finally got to the point where I'm done with that. I finally got to the point. I started learning it a while back, but at 61, I'm telling you, I'm so through with that. I'm so through with feeling obligated to people who ain't really obligated to me. And don't y'all all have them people in your circle right now? 
Oh, you so obligated to them, but are they really obligated to you? You always looking out for their best interest, but do they ever look out for your best interest? Association brings on participation. If you hang with a bunch of people that cuss all the time, eventually you're going to be cussing. If you hang with a lot of people who do drugs all the time, every time they get together and you just got to be with them, eventually you're going to be into drugs. It's just a part of it. Association brings on participation. If you somewhere and people playing ping pong every day, you don't think you're going to pick up the paddle one day, at least give it a shot. It's how this works, man. So you owe it to yourself to prune the tree. You owe it to yourself to take inventory. You owe it to yourself to surround yourself with like-minded people, to find people who are going the same direction you're going, who want the same same things you want. It's nothing wrong with that. And I'll tell you something else, too. It'll sure make your life a little bit smoother. That's not going to make it easier, but it will make it smoother. Wouldn't it be good to have somebody to talk to that wasn't always telling you why it won't work? Y'all can't stand to have an idea and take it to somebody, and the first word out their mouth is why it won't work. So then when they come up with how it will work, all of a sudden now it's their idea. (laughs) Man, you know how many times I've been around people like that? Birds of a feather flock together. If you hang with people who don't do nothing, eventually you're going to think it's okay not to do nothing too. Take inventory, prune the tree, separate yourself, and remember, it ain't your job to give nobody a free ride. It is not your job. They will slow your progress down. All right? Those are my closing remarks. Y'all keep that one today. All right? All right, Y'all have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) All right, huh? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.